0: Girls, welcome to episode three of Strong Girls Talk. We are excited today to share this podcast with you um, about the fitness marketing versus fitness reality um, in the fitness industry. So, what exactly fitness marketing is doing to, I guess, create a demand for fitness and why we think that this is very far from what the reality of fitness actually is. Um, so I really enjoyed this conversation with the girls and I hope you guys do too. I um, hope you pick up some really important um, key aspects, um, I guess including having more self confidence for yourself and also picking a long-term sustainable program over the quick fixes that are, that are marketed in the fitness industry. So guys, that's it from me. Enjoy the rest of the podcast and we'll see you soon. Welcome to the Strong Girls Talk podcast, ladies. We're here to talk all things fitness, mindset and health practical to the women we train. My name's Ellie and along with my sister Georgia and cousin Kayla, our mission is to help empower you to be stronger and fitter, not only physically but mentally as well, ready for all that life throws at you. As coaches of our own gym, providing functional fitness for women, we not only coach our clients on how to do deadlifts, squats or pull-ups, we want to help you on your journey of self-confidence and body love. So, if you're looking to improve your life with awesome breakthroughs, advice on nutrition, training and mindset, specifically for women, you've come to the right place. Let's go! Alright guys, welcome to Strong Girls Talk, this is our third podcast, so I'm Ellie, I'm Georgia, and I'm Kayla. Okay, cool, and today we really wanted to just riff on, I guess, fitness marketing versus fitness reality, Um, and these are just some of the things we see in the fitness industry that we think it could improve on. Um, And also, I guess, a general commentary on um, how society views the fitness industry and I guess, most people's journey into the fitness industry and how how they feel when they start that journey versus how we hopefully see them um, finishing that journey. Um, So I suppose one of the big things, um, just to start everyone off, um, would be generally when I look at fitness industry, the marketing is much more glamorous and Sexy and appealing than what the (laughs) the reality is. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) hashtag
1: no makeup, hashtag top knot bun, hashtag five in the morning, squishy bed face. Hashtag (laughs) sweaty mess.
0: Yeah, so I guess um, one of the big things I would notice is um, whenever I go on like Instagram or Facebook or all that jazz, you always see people pretty made up um, in their fitness gear. Um, You never see them red as a tomato, like sweat (laughs) dribbling down their face, um, sweat angels on the ground. um, Vomit on their
2: shirt.
0: (laughs) Um, Um, And I think there's a very big disconnect between what fitness actually is in reality versus how it's marketed to people. And this is potentially a problem because many people – think that they want what the fitness marketing prescribes them. So they think they need to have um, a skinny waist and a certain certain level of glutes and uh, to look a certain way and they think that's why they're getting into the fitness industry and they think that's why they're actually working out. Um, Whereas for me, in reality, the fitness industry is probably much more interesting and much more down-to-earth. I mean... The reason why you should train is because you want to improve your health, because you want to be able to pick up your kids at the end of the day, because you want to be able to go for a run or go for that walk. um, And And test your body. You want to see what your body's capable of doing. And it's very, for me, it's very important to have that idea of performance versus aesthetic. If you're only training to be skinny or you're only training to lose weight, Mm. it takes actually the main function of the fitness industry away from people Um, and it's a problem because people obviously see the sexiness of the fitness industry and see you know the programs that say lose five kilos within 30 days and they go oh yeah I've got to do that Um, but it's just not what I think the fitness industry should be about it's very uh, that's very one-dimensional and let's
1: talk a little bit like specifics like of the falsities like like I could name a few off right now. Like for example, even lose five kilos in a few weeks. Like is that, what is that of fat or is that of muscle? Like really, like what your kilograms don't actually even tell you anything. So I feel like, I mean, if you're a trainer, you know that. Like you know that um, it's more sort of um, correct. Uh, what's the word correct to get like a actual DEXA scan or a body composition scan to tell you how much fat and muscle you have to see like if you're growing muscle if you're losing fat where is that fat bone density everything like that so I think it kind of shows that like people the fitness industry knows that but they're still selling this like lose five kilograms crap because they know that's what people want and that's what people sort of think they want but like instead of marketing that stuff we should be more educating people on what they they should
2: want or what's actually going to make them happy there's also a big misnomer as well in the fitness industry that looking like that equals healthy whereas sometimes it doesn't always equal healthy like they could be eating next to nothing like doing all the the carb load and then the the dehydration with the water to Mm. like to be able to get up on stage and then there's all the like, you know. So what is that process like? Like the difference between maybe seeing like
1: a
0: bodybuilder every day or seeing them on their comp day? Like what is it that they... Because I'd say majority of people are seeing the Instagram, for example, bodybuilders and figure models on when they post the pictures on their comp day, right? They're not necessarily posting during that off season. Um,
1: Yeah, they definitely don't look like that all the time. So basically what they do is um, like before, so they spend their time bulking and everything like that. And then Mm -hmm. the few weeks or uh, um, I'm not that knowledgeable of it, but I know a little bit about it. They drink like a liter of, they start off with like three liters of water and then they go four liters of water, five liters of water water a day, six liters, seven liters. And then before competition, they're drinking like 10 Mm -hmm. liters of water a day. Mm
0: -hmm. And then
1: I think it's like 24 or 48 hours before they actually do the comp. They just don't eat anything or drink anything. So their skin literally sort of wraps to their muscles and that's how they get that super like cut look. So it's kind of like they look like, I guess, well, some people might perceive that as healthy, but it's definitely not.
2: Healthy. yeah if you're dehydrated it's not a good thing It can <laughs> yeah. cause headaches dizziness like you can go into coma if yeah it's like, like so there's enough. definitely a difference between you might
1: look at someone and see all their abs and everything like that but like you don't know what they've done to get that picture
2: mm. so the and the stress the stress that they puts their body under as well like a lot of people who you know don't I think what they do after is they they deload well, after or whatever something like that it's a lot of stress in the body like i've known people who've competed and then they've gotten adrenal fatigue afterwards and yeah. so you have to be very
0: careful when you uh finish a comp they do something called reverse dieting where after the comp they slowly build up though the amount of food that they eat because if you go um I would say their body's probably in starvation mode, to be honest. Yeah. You know, if you're a woman and you're under, some of them are getting to 9%, 10% body fat, which is, you know, almost nothing for women. Um, and they certainly, are, you hear a lot of cases where they do actually um, lose um, their menstrual, menstrual cycle, for example. Then below,
1: like, 15 you're supposed to lose it. 15%. Yeah, I
0: mean, it would depend on the person, I guess, yeah. but you do hear stories of that, and that is your body literally saying... So the healthy, healthy is yeah. between 17 and 21,
2: is it? Yeah, it's Something about.
0: like that. Um, so, 22. in a sense, it's, it's definitely not healthy, but for what they... I suppose their end goal is that figure comp. So you could argue that that is... Um, I suppose what they're aiming for, and if you're, at, you know, competitive sport, for example, is probably no more healthier. Like, competitive athletes are always injured, they're always over training, um, they're pushing their bodies. <laughs> That's to... not a
1: sport, like, it's <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Fine. Yeah. Um, but okay, if you look at it as a sport, let's yeah. say they call it the sport of bodybuilding, I know. Um, it's but like art, <laughs> yeah, maybe you could call it extreme art. <laughs> um, but this is the problem. This extreme art is being, you know, shown as a beacon of health, which is yeah, yeah. just not true, really. Yeah, to, like to you be completely it- brutally, and you know, sadly honest, like you cannot say that you're the healthiest you've ever been when you're dehydrated, um, malnourished, and ten percent mm. body fat on stage with no period. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, that's right.
0: But but it's not. It's not like I think that my
1: point that i was trying to make before like the reason why the fitness industry kind of tries to sell this is because that's what people want like it's not the fault of the fitness industry or it's not anyone's fault but it just it just shows where we're at as a society like it i was saying um like on instagram i uploaded a video of doing like a 60 kilo snatch and like it doesn't really you
2: go girlfriend
1: doesn't really get like it many likes or anything like that I don't have many followers but then I put up this photo of me at the beach in my bikini and I got the more likes than I've ever gotten my whole life and so now do you want to do another one (laughs) it just shows that what people like want to see and people be like oh that's so hard like go girl like kind of like all my friends would post on it
2: and it's just funny to see like that what went into that that 60 kilo snatch (laughs) yeah What? That 60 kilo snatch went into getting that body of you. Uh, I'm just saying,
1: like, it just shows what people, like, want to see kind of thing. Like, what they're more interested in mm. looking at on Instagram. And, like, you can see that just based off followers, like... It's pretty much giving people what they want. Yeah, I'm sure if, like, any of us went and, like, went to all these lengths, take videos of our, or photos of us in bikinis and started editing them and, like tried really hard to look good on oh, Instagram, got the right angle. Like we would have all these followers and everything like that. But it's just like, what? Like, why do people want to see all that stuff all the time? It's like they see that and they're like, oh, that's what I want. Oh, I look so good. It's like, but why do you want that? Don't you want to just do be able to do shit with your body? And that's the way we always look at it. Yeah. But it just seems to be that's not what everyone else thinks and that's not the way people think at the
2: moment and that also changes a lot over time as well like if you went back I don't know what was it the 80s or something like that like the hourglass figure was in and and people were buying those those corsets that you know suck you in and give you that hourglass figure and then now it's it's yeah it's like that big booty like Mm. you know yeah so. Well,
0: beauty is subjective at the end of the day, and it will change um, based on societal and um, I guess cultural perspective. Um, for example, there's a tribe in Africa, and they force feed their little girls um, goats mat yeah, goats ma- goats milk and fat to make them fat because in that society mm. you want a a fat bride essentially. Like the- I want to go and live there. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that milk. <laughs> Exactly, so really, I think the for some reason, um, and I'm sure you could go study this and, and delve deeper into what exactly happened down the, the road to you know create these beauty uh, trends, but some point down the road we decided I heard it was someone
1: saying it was a, like a gay influence <laughs> in the 60s or something in the fashion industry. So they wanted the models to look more like men. <laughs> what really <laughs> so it was like a skinny frame I don't know oh okay not that, that that looks for. like men anyways I feel like we look more like men than
0: the models but anyways someone told me that <laughs> why don't we get on the um runway of the fashion history well one of the big things would be um I suppose the fact that you have this um I guess beauty standard and the fitness industry really plays to whatever the beauty standard is. So, yeah, and we've seen it change within, like we said before, we've seen it change within even our time in the fitness industry. Now yeah. we have a lot more women coming to us saying, "Oh, I want to
2: have." Yeah, it was probably being skinny when we yeah. were. Give me a we big ass.
0: Yeah, give me. I want glutes. I want glutes. I want, an, I want a six packs. One that I hear. I want to get stronger arms. There's a gym in Brookvale that, like, oh, fuck, I drive yeah. past it's it. Actually, it awesome. it's actually a really prime example of yeah. playing to what the current the trend of yeah the yeah. current trend of beauty and a lot of women want that like a lot of women it's because of kim kardashian like she started it but the guy I suppose, <laughs> the big question, I suppose the big question is why do we feel like you have to conform to that yeah beauty um beauty standard you know exactly. what i
2: think um i think maybe like i could be wrong here and i could be treading on some people's toes but maybe it stems from a little bit of insecurity in people and people wanting to conform to everyone else everyone like everyone wants to feel like they belong we do have a herd mentality yeah everyone wants to be liked by people and you know feel a part of something else it's human people will like me more if my ass is it's human nature and you know if you see someone who like you know is you know super gorgeous and they do have all these great features you know like How can I be like that? You know, I need to go and, you know, get breast implants, Mm. go and, you know, dye my hair this color and get fake eyelashes and fake lips and blah, 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 blah. Mm. Um, Yeah. So I think maybe delving a little bit into more of like the psychology behind Mm. it and um, I guess, and why? I guess
1: the main point of this whole thing is like, which we can take back into like the glute building pts and the sculpting of the ass and stuff like that it's like it the whole point of this podcast is the reality or versus the marketing so that's what they're, they're trying to sell you oh you want to get big glutes come here add to here and we'll give you big glutes but it's like is that going to make you happy is that what fitness is about no fitness is about well to us i mean it's about moving and what your body can do mm. and like what if you don't have the genetics to build a big bum? Like, obviously, you can always improve. And, I mean, and maybe i heard this very deep in my heart. I've got kind of skinny legs that just don't really bulk up. Yeah, more. like a real personal issue for Georgia. But like, I squat, I do glute exercises all the time. And it doesn't necessarily – and I I do everything that my body can do. And the bitch eats. Functionally. But... And I eat a lot. The bitch eats. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be able to – get the exact body type that you want because you might not have the genetics to do that. Some people have hourglass figures, some people are skinny, some people are bulky. So it's like – You just have to be born in the right time. (laughs) Well, they're just selling you kind of like something that's not true Mm. fitness, or at least not true to us. Like fitness industry to us is about like being able to move as well as you can, being able to lift as heavy, run as fast as you can, doing everything like when it comes down to mobility – just like being able to push your body to do what you never thought it could do and sculpting your bum or getting rid of the fat on the inner thigh and stuff like that is just like very specific and it might not be the right thing for your body and we talked about it in the first podcast like that extrinsic motivation and that motivation for looks is not exactly what's going to make you happy because you're always be chasing more mm-hmm. when you have intrinsic motivation you're
2: um, more like I guess to, you know, it's I guess it's succeed. more about just making people aware that you know like people get down because they they compare themselves and it's yeah. like just you know just be aware that this person has their down Big moments tip. they no, you don't yeah <laughs> yeah well i mean like it's not what you want to say <laughs> yeah no most most of the like most of the girls i guess i'm just gonna generalize here but you know they do have breast implants you know they're probably flat-chested just like you just like you just like, <laughs> just like all of us here yeah uh, they probably are like um and maybe they're insecure about that and that's why they've gone yeah, and done it. yeah changed it and done something about it you know and that might make them feel better but it doesn't necessarily mean that you having that is going to make you feel better about yourself, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah,
0: I would say, um, obviously, self, I, I think you're really right. Like there's insecurities and having self-confidence about um, your body is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the fitness industry does a terrific job of playing on those insecurities to get um, through, the, through the fitness marketing um, so you might have you might be self-conscious about your thighs or your arms your butt or belly or whatever um, but and they will play to that and say lose five kilos of belly fat like I'm sure everyone's seen these ads on you know Facebook, Google wherever mm. lose five kilos of be- belly fat with this wonder waist trainer yeah or whatever it is or sit on this
1: machine it's gonna jiggle your fat off. <laughs> That's what I,
0: what's it called uh,
1: yeah I don't know what they're called
0: I don't see, I, I'm not going
1: to go uh, I'm not 100% sure about the science behind it maybe it works maybe it doesn't but it literally you get on a machine and you jiggle
2: the vibrator yeah, yeah.
0: but I think that the biggest point is um, that fitness isn't a shortcut solution to things you mm. know if you with, if you want to get any real results there's never like a quick fix or um, mm. magic pill to do it um, for me it's always for me personally, I'm sure a lot you guys see it as well. If building self confidence, building your fitness and building your general health is always a process, it always takes time, um, and it always takes dedication and discipline. Mm. And I think there's something At really... the end of the day it's a
1: lifestyle. Like I've never seen anyone have that quick fix and then just keep it.
0: No, they might never, you ever, might ever. you might lose, you know, five kilos at some point, but it's never it never stays off. Generally, unless you're doing the, the things that actually create a sustainable long-term fix, yeah. Um, and for me, there's something really appealing about the fact that you have to work hard and you have to, you know, spend time and <laughs> discipline. Well, no, there is because I think that in today, like, it's such a quick fix, convenience-driven society, and you know, you see the people, you see the people that get the, the fitness results that you know, are running faster and lifting heavier and doing better each day. And, you know, um, and feeling healthier and, and there's something, so you should, you know, really feel proud about that because Mm. you're the person that put in the work and no one can take that away from you. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And also, also like in saying that, like this person on stage or whatever, wherever they are, you know, with the abs and the muscles and, you know, zero body fat, that's also not for everyone as well.
0: Mm -hmm. Like,
2: um, for like for example like I I'm not bragging or anything here but like I find it easy to like maintain abs like mm-hmm. I've sort of had abs like growing up when I was younger just from being athletic and blah 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 but I hold I hold it else like I hold my fat and put it on elsewhere but then my brother would always be like to me and this is where the male sort of like influence comes in a bit. My brother would always say, oh, gross, you have abs. And I was like, I f- I'm fucking proud of my abs. Yeah. Like, I love my abs. And Yeah, so, um, you know, it's not always for everyone either. Like, no matter what you do, you're not going to be able to please everyone.
0: And that's coming back to number one, beauty is, I guess, subjective to everyone. Yeah. So it is an eye of the beholder. You might want... Abs and most of society might say that's disgusting. Yeah. Um, but it's up to you to have the self confidence and the self belief and get rid of those demons for yourself to be able to be confident enough and say you're happy enough to, to rock it. I think.
1: I love it when guys are like so insecure that they like make fun of chicks with muscles.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is opening a whole. Yeah. <laughs> that's like a whole. Again,
2: like intimidated, like oh.
1: The girl might be stronger than me.
2: I think I, a lot of them respect it. To be honest, yeah, oh, I don't know. <laughs> a lot of it, well, no, the
0: ones that do, like, well, no, lot, in I, my a lot, experience,
2: a lot of them do. I think the a ones lot that, that don't. we know, <laughs> but,
1: yeah, um, I think a lot, of, a lot, a lot of them don't. A lot of people like guys we know do because they're from the fitness industry. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of um, guys that we know also that I know not from the fitness industry bag it out probably a good topic for another
2: (laughs) just don't do it for someone else do it for you really yeah Yeah, and I think as well um
0: you know it is really hard for for trainers um I guess talking about back to the marketing um you know you have on one hand you have like the blue pill on one hand you can offer people the the red pill and um, so the blue pill is, um, I'm going to tell you what you need to hear, but you might not like it. I'm going to tell you what you want to hear. So that you buy my product. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's not the truth. Um, and yeah. I think for the integrity of the fitness industry, it is hard to, um, I suppose they always want to give you the the pill that says, I'm going to tell you what you want to hear, but, uh, sorry, I'm going to tell you what you, um, yeah, that you want to hear, but might not necessarily be true because it's easier because people want to hear that like yeah, they want so to be think- more
1: likely to to buy into it yeah so it's hard because you've got one side where it's like i could try and advertise what's true which is um come in here work hard it's going to be a two-year process or something like that which people are probably going to be like oh no i want the quick fix so you'll yeah. never get a member but then you've got the other side where it's like i'm going to make your ass look amazing you're going to lose five kilos in two weeks and like all this stuff which isn't really going to make anyone happy but at least you get them moving so there's two sides to it
0: and it's probably not really going to get you results either like i'm sure everyone's bought like fat loss pills and been like i'm gonna lose a million kilos and then they like never actually fat loss pills
1: Mm -hmm. back in the day that (laughs) is just like not the way to go about it like Mm -hmm. fat loss pill like just just, (laughs) the best way to like lose weight is to eat, eat better move more you know like that's just like it is that simple and everyone knows it so when you go for a fat pill or like a quick fix like that it's like come on like that's not gonna help you like like it is about you know going to the gym and working hard and I don't know for me it's like it's not even working hard it's like what I like doing and I think everyone can make that transition eventually like at the beginning it's kind of like oh this fucking sucks gotta sweat or whatever but then after a you get kind of addicted to exercise. It turns into um, into uh, like I want to do it, I love it kind of thing. And and I've seen that transition with so many different people Mm -hmm. and it definitely does happen. Like you're just going to put in the hard yards at the beginning and then it turns into more like a habit and a love and then you've changed your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. I guess to like wrap it up, what what we could take from this is like reality versus basically the – Bullshit in the fitness industry or the way it's portrayed on Instagram and the way it's sold but yeah also not not really anyone's fault it's because so, it's what society does does one and it shows where
2: we're at as a society at the moment so what are we what are our thoughts on uh, fitness shows coming up in the future with well, white people no fake tan? <laughs> <laughs> I think well yeah definitely won't, wouldn't be as as um,
0: sexy and I think that's actually probably another point we could make is the you know it's almost like hyper sexualization of the fitness industry (laughs) like Mm. I'm not like (laughs) I'm not on like a bench like doing like a um like a Kettlebell row with my ass like sticking. Out. I was squat like you know when you see those people yeah. squat and they're sticking, their, butt sticking their ass out and like, it's like bro you're gonna break it back yeah, if you do that. Yeah, <laughs> like it's not a good representation of number one like a functional squat. Yeah, it's yeah. all for show. Like that's for me. It's just like why would you squat? Like another that?
1: thing is like small trunks like no core. Like they like purposely like make sure that their waist stays small. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you look like a cross, like crossfitter, like someone who can move functionally with this massive trunk, a <laughs> massive kind of like crossfit belly because they've got this big core, like bodybuilders specifically avoid yeah. that. So it's like another thing. It's like, it's not really good for you. So bodybuilders, but... I think they don't
0: like deadlift that heavy or lift that, like they don't do um, lifts just... that heavy yeah. because they don't want to thicken their trunks or so they do all the like asymmetric stuff pretty heavy like you know they'll be like bicycle yeah, crresses, yeah. they jack like up all
1: the muscles that they want to increase yeah. and then they like they keep their waist skinny so basically uh it just, <laughs> it's, it's just it's totally <laughs> it's a science probably behind it it's
0: an art yeah no, but it's, it's all about
1: aesthetics not about functional movement so it's, it's not gonna, it's not like gonna help your body move better at all in mm. any in any
0: way but I, yeah. th- I think if you do something like bodybuilding or figure modelling, <laughs> like, you can do it, whatever. That's probably don't listen
1: to this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I probably, <think> it- <laughs> number one,
0: you probably don't listen to this podcast. But number two, um, you would do it for that reason. It wouldn't be, like, a health thing.
2: Yeah, but, yeah. Do you know what it's I mean? It's, it's, for, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's
0: for all for the world. And
2: it, it's, 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 it's an example of just taking things to the extreme as well.
0: It is an extreme, for sure. And, I mean i said I'll say it again. Like sport, a competitive sport at a high level is also an extreme. Yeah. yeah, Um, I wouldn't, I would never say that. You know, a top level athlete are the most healthy, healthy not at all. Together. Yeah, the bodies you know, are breaking are, down a little yeah, bit. Half yeah, half of them are falling apart. Half of them are, half of their bodies are breaking down because they yeah. take taking. They to just such go extreme. until
1: they just go as hard as they can until they get injured and then they can't. Yeah, <laughs> and they
0: anymore. are. I mean, the amount of gymnasts you speak to that are just. <laughs> broken people by the end, yeah. rugby players, uh, soccer players, all those ACLs, everything like that. You know, it is um, it is a an extreme, um, but that's their, that's their goal. So yeah. if you do have that goal, of course, you have to start, you have to push the, the limit of your potential and, and human potential, human body potential yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that's what bodybuilders and figure models are doing. Yeah. Um, the problem I would have with it is that, a lot of them do call it health and it's yeah, not it's health. Yeah. But I would never say sports healthy either. That's the that's a sort of coin. You know, you have like
2: a Well it depends what level you're playing at.
0: Depends but. what level. Like if you're um highly competitive sport
2: wouldn't yeah. be that healthy, yeah.
0: Yeah. But if you're, you know, playing um soccer
2: on the
1: weekend it's healthy.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it is healthy to move like that. Um, unless it's uh, Impact or something like that. Like, I wouldn't recommend a guy that spends all day sitting at a desk like go play rugby because you're probably, you know, waiting for a bit of an injury. Like, you better or do
2: other things if you're going to do that. Yeah, exactly. The yeah.
0: Um, there's a difference between you know the fitness that you do at a high level versus the fitness that you do to keep your general health, mobility, strength. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think anyway. Um, so I think the the main point is that you have like the fitness marketing. Versus the fitness reality and the fitness marketing is always glamorized, sexy, quick fix, easy to get people into it because people want the shortcut. Um, but what I think we would like to hopefully change your mind on is that in reality, it is actually hard work and you need to have like a long term sustainable goal for your health mm. and fitness. And more like Everyone's a lifestyle change. Everyone's different. Yeah, and it will be different what you decide that lifestyle change is. You know, doing high intensity our background, for example, like high intensity functional fitness is not always going to be everyone's choice. Um, you might choose to go down the outdoor path, high yoga, yoga, yeah, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Like whatever it is, whatever you wag, to tail wag, you should go for. <laughs> don't like that. Um, <laughs> flatsy <Fletcher you should, laughs> boat, whatever flatsy boat you should go for, um, but. I would say I would highly recommend not being um, dragged in by that almost um, false advertising, you know? Yeah. yeah. She went there. (laughs) Take that, fitness industry. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, here we go. Yeah. All right, cool. So I think we've covered all we need to cover. Um, Just keep it real, y'all. Yeah, if you have any questions, guys, you can always find us um, on social media. The links to all our social media um pages are in the bio and we will see you next week for another podcast you can check out my bikini photo yeah, <laughs> like bikini. it
2: make sure you like it
0: actually you can like her snatch
2: yeah like a snatch photo her
0: 60 come snatch. on that's
2: impressive yeah she's only a little girl
0: yeah she's small yeah doesn't have a booty
2: no she, <laughs> <laughs> she can have some of mine
0: yeah well that's it for today ladies thank you so much for listening If you want more of our incredible value-packed content, you can find us through these three names at LBellTone, at AllGPT and at Kayla Physio on Instagram. And guys, we would love it if you could please give us a five-star rating on iTunes or whichever podcast app you're using and also leave a positive comment in the comment section. If you have any friends or family that would also love our podcast, we'd appreciate very much the recommendation. Until next time, girls, stay strong.